I think of Instagram sort of like a TV show. So when you watch TV, like maybe you're watching Drew Carey or something, a TV. <laughs> the price is right. So, oh, the price is right. <laughs> so you're watching a TV show and you're there for the TV show, but commercials are sprinkled in. Most of my business comes from social media, so it's what I focus on. A lot of agents, you look at their social media, their Instagram, and it's, it's an entire all commercial. commercials, yeah. pictures of homes, and Instagram needs to be authentic and mm -hmm. people need to get to know you as a person and that 80-20 rule, 80% personal and then 20% commercial. So if I were to look at an agent's feed and it's just all house pictures or a house picture with writing on it that says clothes, like not a lot of people. Is she picking on us right now? Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's pointing at us and we're going, ooh, ooh, No, ooh, but ooh, you ooh, guys ooh. sell so much real estate, so you're doing something right. It's just... Um, not Instagram. But not Instagram. <laughs> Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where we talk about the fact that it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton run a residential real estate team in Arizona that closed over $230 million in sales in 2018. Join us as they interview top real estate agents from across the country and learn how agents are adjusting to this consumer-centric world. If you like what you hear, please share with your colleagues or give us a like. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast. I'm Phil Sexton, Jeff Seabach. Heyo. And we bring you guys rising stars, industry icons from the uh, Arizona market to across the country. And today, we've got a rising star in the house. A super rising star. A super rising star. Yeah. We've got just, I love the hustle in her story that she's about to share with us. Yes. She actually has a different, um, I would say, marketing track than a lot of people that we've had on the show. That You're I'm saying excited. that most realtors are old school marketers and we finally found one that's got a little bit of new school in her? Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Yes, <laughs> something like that. So this is episode 106. Let's give Shannon Gillette a round Woo! of applause. Oh, thank you. Let me tell her what she's done, Phil. Welcome to the party, Shannon. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yes, we know that you normally say no thank you when podcast invites come your way, so... I don't know that our listeners know this, but Mauricio has a very charming phone voice. <laughs> so if you hear from him, it's okay for you to say yes, just like she did, even though she mostly says no. <laughs> so Shannon, last year, she did over $15 million. You work in the Southeast Valley of, of Arizona, right? Of the, yeah. of the Phoenix Marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so what, how do you define the Southeast Valley? I live in Queen Creek. I grew up in Chandler. So really Chandler, Gilbert, Queen Creek, Santan Valley. Mesa. So you like went to Perry or? Corona del Sol. Oh, Corona del Sol. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a, I was a guest wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Corona del Sol, awesome. And so you work in the Southeast Valley primarily. Mm -hmm. Last year you did almost 15 million or over, over. 15 million. Mm -hmm. And this year you decided to double it. Yes, Let's I'm on track to, to close um, around $30 million this year. Another round of applause for Thank that. you. Awesome. How many units do you know? I know so that's that would be a good question. I probably should have came prepared. I'm, I, sometimes I, I like to throw random that, questions that we didn't that prepare because I was just curious on, uh, that, it just sounds like a lot. It sounds like a I lot. I coach several agents. As you grow, it's a good thing to track that. So Yes. Yeah. So thank you for coming, first of all. Yeah. Thank and you for having me. Of course. So what is the, what, what's the, I want to get into a little bit of the secret sauce of, mm -hmm. of how you do what you do, but your, your rise of um, getting into sales 
and the mm -hmm. fight that you had to even get into what you started with new home sales, right? Mm -hmm. So how did you get into new home sales? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, I guess going back, I was raised by a single mom. Like we, she worked two jobs. We struggled to make ends meet. I remember there were many years we didn't even have a dining room table. We ate dinner just sitting on the floor. So I was raised by this mom who worked really hard and I've always had like an amazing work ethic. Um, I didn't go to college. I graduated high school and I started leasing apartments for Mark Taylor Residential. Did really good at that. It was 2005 and I saw this sign in Florence that said Anthem at Merrill Ranch coming soon Pulte homes and I told myself I'm like I'm gonna work there I want to sell new homes and I started telling people about it and they're like Shannon you need they only hire people with college degrees like you're not qualified for that job so for one year I didn't give up I kept applying and applying and going in the sales office and just trying to get this job were you getting but, interviews um, I finally got my first interview in 2006 um, and finally it was wow. a group interview um, that sales manager saw something to me he offered me the job I walked into my first day of new home sales as literally almost the day that the market was changing so my co-workers we had 19 model homes a huge sales team in um, Florence and my co-workers had just gotten out of that like taking order season where people were camping out in front of the model homes yes. and basically didn't have to work you're just like what yes. lot do you Ma want made I'm gonna pull. lazy yeah yeah so I came in like I'd worked hard for this job like I want to do really well so I was just working hard working hard just learning everything I could of how to sell a lot of homes and treating everyone that walked in the door like they were going to buy a home and uh, my coworkers were feeling the market shift and they were focused more on the fact that they're about to get laid off or looking for another job and just moping around and not positive. And I was like, man, I have to just stay in my own lane, work hard, sell homes. My first year of new home sales, as the recession was starting, I was 23 years old. I was the number one new home sales consultant in the entire country Perfect. for the um, largest That's builder. Awesome. So yeah. yeah, so it was really cool. I had eight wonderful years in new home sales. It was awesome. I loved it um, but I started to have a family I have three little boys and um, in the new home sales world three boys so you're totally outnumbered at home right? yes, like, yes no I've, pink around I've, it's I one dog that's a girl but yeah one dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so lots of boys lots of craziness um, so you won't find a lot of moms with young kids in new home sales because it's a very hard job like my husband and I had different days off like you're in the sales office you're basically you live there um, you have no flexibility so in 2015, they don't lead the job interview with flexible. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, it's a great job if you don't have like the small kids. But, yeah, sure. Um, 2014, I left new home sales to pursue, pursue resale. I was really scared because I had just seen so many resale agents fail, and it took me several years to just take that leap because there's a lot of. Um, more of a guaranteed income in new home sales. Well, you so. get to be 100% commission as opposed to not, right? Yeah, so yeah, so I I did um, started in resale and I took some a little bit of time off. I that's when my 4-year-old was born right around that time because um, I just wanted to spend more time with my family and things. Sure. Um because I missed out. Like my uh, oldest son, his first steps I got on a video while I was sitting in my sales office. It's, I, I was trying to think because you're I in think, the Pulte sales office. I was caught up on the, in the, the 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 transition. Sorry, I missed yeah. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. In the new sales, go ahead. No, I was thinking, did you start with launch right when you came out? Pretty much. Um, yeah, I started with a smaller broker that then transitioned and launch is just a few years old. So Yeah, I was thinking it yeah. wasn't available. That's why yeah. I was trying, unfortunately, that spun my head into thinking, mm -hmm. did it start in 16, I thought, the year that it started, or 15? I was like, you had to start with someone else. Yeah, so um, I, my broker is one of the co-founders of launch, the broker okay. that I was with. So. Yeah. We um, have been with Launch since day one. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. So been with Launch for four-ish years now. Does that mean you got were... stock in the company? Not like EXP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's been the Wow. Back. I wasn't thinking yeah. that. I was... Uh, well, because uh, we ran into Chris Karras in the airport, and he was saying um, how... Is he, it, I think he's one of the co-founders, yes. right? Yeah, and he was And just, Robert Jaffe? Yeah. He yeah. was just excited about, you know, starting lunch and the success mm -hmm. that they've had yeah, there, and congratulations so to you. It's yeah. been so good, mm -hmm. um, and we're very happy for you. No, I'm excited. I was thinking also, because... I was trying to think of, have we had another launch person on? I think you're the first launch. Because we haven't had Jaffe on yet, huh? Yet, that's yes. right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. First, he's listening to see how well, how nice we are to Shannon. Oh, okay, good deal. Over. He's like, how do we interview the... Do, so you, I, do you use red signs? Red yeah, and black and... Mm -hmm. Black and red? Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. I have a couple more points to brag about you before we oh, start asking okay. more about more business questions. That's it. But... Top 40 under 40 in the Southeast Valley since 2017. Yeah. Meaning like over and over again. Yeah. Nicely done. Um, Realtor of the Year nominee for the Southeast Valley. Mm -hmm. Wow. They just built a new building, didn't they? The South well, so that's through Real Producers Magazine. Thursday night's the award ceremony, so I don't know who's winning yet, but a nominee is good enough, right? Oh, so you're, <laughs> you're, you might be the winner. Maybe. I don't know. It's oh. Wow. So when this gets launched, we could potentially be talking to Realtor of the Year of Southeast Valley Top Producer Magazine. I'm going to bet that it's you. That's I just going to be my... I, She's here with us How now. could she not win? Yes. Um, I have, uh, you know, we did a little Googling to see who is yeah. Shannon Gillette as you, as you are about to come and, and talk to us on our podcast. And Jeff, did you come across her Instagram account? Uh, yeah, I have Insta Envy. Yeah. Insta Envy. Yeah. Yes. See, um, I look more like Drew Carey and not like Shannon, so I can't get people to follow me at all. <laughs> Drew Carey's got a lot of followers. Oh, he does. <laughs> Damn it! Then what is it? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, no, but I mean, I'm super impressed because you see, uh, winners and losers on Instagram, and obviously you're clearly a winner. You're over 12,000 followers which is I can't wait to dig in to find out how she did it because everybody wants to know I hear I just see other people out on uh, in the real estate world talking about how to grow followers mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that they have many as her so well and in doing 30 million annually right mm -hmm. with most of it coming from social media and I know that just a brief conversation before this there, that includes some past clients, obviously, referrals and whatnot. But the origination of much of your business comes from social media. So yeah. can you tell us like how you got into that? Because in new home sales, did it start when you were in new home sales? Or Yeah. So I think a lot of like good realtors come from the new home sales world because we're very disciplined. We learn like that true sales, like how to overcome objections and closing and You're all of that. Very so well. yeah. we come out of it and we're going to hopefully implement that same <clears throat> like scheduling and all that. Because in, in resale you can get kind of lazy, right? Because you don't necessarily have a boss and all that. So very true. Um, and I love marketing. It's one of my favorite things. So um, I think of Instagram 
sort of like a TV show. So when you watch TV, like maybe you're watching Drew Carey or something on TV. <laughs> it's the price is right. So, yeah. Oh, the price is right. <laughs> so you're watching a TV show and you're there for the TV show, but commercials are sprinkled in, right? You don't just watch all commercials. So the uh, biggest mistake I think a lot of agents make, and this is just, uh, most of my business comes from social media, so it's what I focus on. And everyone has their own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't buy any leads. I don't do any of that. But a lot of agents, you look at their social media, their Instagram, and it's, it's an entire all commercial. commercials, yeah. pictures of homes. And Instagram needs to be authentic, and mm-hmm. people need to get to know you as a person. And that 80-20 rule, 80% personal, and then 20% commercial. So if you think of your Instagram stories and your feed more of like that TV show, um, you will reach more potential buyers or yeah. even... so. If I were to look at an agent's feed and it's just all house pictures or a house picture with writing on it that says clothes, like, not a lot of people. <laughs> you mean they're picking on she, us right now? Yeah, she is. She's pointing at us and we're going, ooh, ooh, No, ooh, but ooh, you guys ooh. sell so much real estate, so you're doing something right. It's just... Um, not Instagram. But not Instagram. <laughs> We're trying. So I, a lot of people, and you're a a coach, so you'll probably be like, oh my gosh, Shannon, you're doing so many things wrong. I don't call any leads. I know, it's so bad. I spend that time. No, it's about selling houses. Because a lot of people are like, you need to be on the phones and calling and knocking on doors. I spend probably two hours a day on Instagram. And you can't just... Post something and then leave. Post something and leave. Yeah, you you have comments. so I yeah. spend, you know, where maybe I want to do, be doing things today that agents weren't doing five to ten years ago, and maybe five years ago you'd spend that extra hour calling people. Where today I'm getting DMs on Instagram from millennials because our our largest pool of buyers out in the marketplace are millennials. They're graduated college. They're getting married. They're having kids. They're right. buying homes. They're not young teenagers anymore. I'm a millennial. I'm 35. So I've grew up with computers I understand the concept of it all but I invest a lot of time in Instagram and that is engaging in other posts always commenting on the people that comment on my posts with more than four words and it boosts everything up and updating my story all day long so your story should be kind of an inside to your day and there's a strategy behind that so I have three little kids so I might post like a video of my kids fighting in the backyard or putting up a poll like what do you like better this or that and just getting that engagement there's my son in the bathtub last night (laughs) and talking and um it's so weird how our minds work especially like the younger generation we have virtual friends i follow people on instagram i've never met but i could tell you where their husband works their dog's (laughs) name uh where they went on vacation and i feel like we're friends and they don't even follow me they don't even know me but it's so weird but we can as realtors do that and i just recommend following people that do instagram really well and getting ideas for posts and letting people in on your personal life and that was really hard at first i used to have two pages a business page and then a personal page and about a year and a half ago i made the decision to merge them and it was very hard to make my personal page from private to public cuz i'm like man now yeah. you are in on my life you any mm-hmm. i anybody and can my see kids and yeah my, so it was hard but my, it's paid off and yeah. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. It makes All right, it so more authentic, more relatable. Do you, did you learn the 80-20 approach cuz um 
I have a little history with that approach. Did you invent it? No, come on. I'm not that good. No, no, no. She did her research on who she was coming to talk to as well. Nice. Mm, she kicked me first. I like it. All right, good. Um, no, so there, I uh, started in real estate in 2003, but I, in 2005, I was introduced to a company called Service for Life. Mm-hmm. And Service for Life was a newsletter for realtors. It just sounded similar. I don't know. I'm not saying it's exactly the same. But in Service for Life, they said you had to do a newsletter that was 80% about real stuff mm-hmm. because nobody wanted to read a real estate publication, mm-hmm. which was all real estate ads. It was almost exactly. very similar mm-hmm. to that approach because they said, well, you have to because the because their theory was this, is that the person at the time, someone only moved every five years or now they move every 12.8 years. Mm-hmm. And then they said for the four years that they're not moving, they don't care about real estate, but mm-hmm. still similar, because mm-hmm. in today's world, people care about life going mm-hmm. on, and then once in a while we sprinkle in the ad, right? Mm-hmm. So same, similar, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. You think about other industries, like I follow, like for example, a wedding photographer. I'm never going to need a wedding photographer. <laughs> we again, hope not. Because I'm married, yes. right? But I enjoy following her because she in- sprinkled, well, mostly it's about her life and her kids. And like, I do enjoy seeing some pretty pictures every once in a while. But if it was all pictures, but all the time. But isn't Instagram only pretty pictures? No. Well, so stories is meant to be behind the scenes, real life. Like, not pretty your feed should look very pretty i should be able to go there's so many like basics that i think a lot of people just could implement and grow could you give us a couple okay so first if i go to someone's feed (laughs) right at the top right at the top i should see like who are you so some bullet points like i'm really involved in my church like that's very important to me so i have that first i'm married i have three boys then i'm a realtor and then here's my link tree where you can put all the different websites you know you can learn more about me and then in your feed in your first eight like squares they're called tiles you should get a really good picture of who you are. So I strategically will post, like, there is a lot of real estate in my tiles, but there's also, you will be able to tell right away, I have three boys, I'm married, I go out, I travel, my highlights are all updated, so you can learn all about me really fast. Because remember, the attention span is, like, seven or eight seconds. So it has to be, like, right away, they kind of need to know who you are. And the stories just need to be authentic. You have to be, if you want your Instagram to bring you business, which a lot of my business comes from Instagram, you have to be on top of your hashtags. Um, I had uh, a friend who her sister wanted to sell her home in like some small town in Virginia. And she's like, do you know of a realtor here? Um, She needs to sell her home, but someone that's really good with digital marketing and all that. So my first thought was to hashtag that city with realtor and find the realtor that way because if they're doing Instagram well like they can get that listing in front of the right people so do you ever look at the stories on the hashtags or do you just strictly go to the tiles yeah so we can all follow hashtags so you know certain certain hashtags I'll follow and they'll come up in the yeah. Do you, I, I want to talk to you more about the stories versus the. Do you, you call it tiles, but I call that feed versus yeah, story. Feed. Yeah, but that's you, but good. I love yeah. how intentional you are, just mm-hmm. because it comes across immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that you have probably, I, I would guess, then an album of photos where mm-hmm. you get to pick one of your family or one of your mm-hmm. traveling every mm-hmm. eight pictures that you post, mm-hmm. right? That seems very intentional, mm-hmm. which is good, and that yeah. shows up in the news feed. Mm-hmm. But then on the story side, mm-hmm. um, how long do you think that you've had a running story? 
So every day I update my story. What right. do you mean, Phil? I, that's, that's my point. Like, yeah. is it, like for the last year and a half? For the oh, like, yeah. I mean, I've been doing Instagram for a few years, and stories get more and more popular. I mean, people watch stories. Like I watch other people's stories every single day, and just in you have to engage and comment, and there's a whole strategy behind it. And it doesn't take it does take a lot of time, yeah. but that's where I invest my time. Versus in more like, in stories than in feeds. Well, just Instagram in general. Right. Yeah. So. So, so who's story. your who's your Instagram inspiration, or just because you're millennial and Instagram was the hottest thing ever, you know, starting in earlier this mm-hmm. century, is mm-hmm. do you have any? Like in the real estate industry. Or no, 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 no. Like just uh, I I have a person in mind, but I yeah. want to see if you have any. Not just in general. Someone that promotes marketing that you look to that and no one okay so if i said gary v is gary do do you ever listen to gary v for different tips or tricks or do you follow him i believe i follow him yeah i mean i follow like tom ferry and other realtors and i love when realtors follow me a lot of my followers are other realtors and i've sold my listings from my instagram story because i do these professional videos of all my listings and behind the scenes i'll just if i'm uh recording a home of the day video at a home i'll do a behind the scenes picture and i'll get a ton of agents writing me like hey i've got a client looking there like can we get in and see it and um it's so powerful like having other realtors follow you and do you find different price points being more successful than other price points of with course. the videos? Oh. Uh, like, just. Like, do you, like, I'm just saying, do you find it as successful if you do one for 500,000 or a million or mm-hmm. two million? Or I thought you saw it, saw you have one for like three million. Like, yeah. Do you see a different so, success? I really believe in video. Um, in addition to like social media, spending time engaging, all of that, I always will produce a professional video of ever, anything that I list, whether it's a $90,000 lot for sale in Santan Valley or a $2.6 million Chandler estate. We do a 60 second video that's fast moving and we take that video and we target market it out to the right audience. So to give to answer your question, I listed a $2.6 million Chandler estate, launched the video on Instagram, targeted um, a certain audience that included realtors. At 4 a.m., a realtor saw the video. He had a client in Miami that um, was looking for maybe like a fifth home that that could accommodate his horses. He saw the Instagram video. He sent it to his Miami client. We had a showing scheduled at 8 a.m. that day. They did two showings. They almost bought the home, but there was like a few speed bumps to get to the home, and his Ferrari couldn't go over the speed bumps. True story. That happens to me all the time. Yes, it originated from the Instagram video. And I have so many stories. I have a story where... Is that Andre Ethier's neighborhood then? Because that has speed bumps. (laughs) but i digress oh yeah yeah so it's so cool like the power of video and the part the power of targeted marketing like i was sitting at an open house and a young couple walked in they were renting an apartment nearby they saw the video ad they came in loved the home they're like we haven't we're not even looking but how do we buy this home we sat at the dining room table typed up the offer it was accepted they closed they closed on the home three weeks later like so much power in video and i've seen that power to where i would never not record a professional video of my listing your videos are legit right well i was the other thing i was thinking of is only because in watching your videos if you're not watching she should be watching from north not north and co north amy Amy youngren do you know amy youngren Oh, probably, yeah. 
Yeah, you know who she is? Yeah, she, she does she a lot of... Videos. Was that? She has some great videos, yeah. Yeah. We met her at Inman. She's pretty rocking it. She's killing it, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... But can I, can I ask you more questions about your videos? Yeah. So you do 60-second videos, mm-hmm. and you um, do videos... I also saw that you do client events, mm-hmm. where you do videos of your client events mm-hmm. as well, right? To share that. And you're... Uh, can we ask budget? Like our listeners that are thinking, what does it cost to create a professional yeah, video? Yeah, so I... Um, I have a small team behind me, and one of the best hires I ever made was a full-time videographer that works just for me. So we do all types of videos. We do featured business videos, like client appreciation events, and then, of course, our listing videos and promo videos and all that because so much power in it, and I've... I've lost count of the amount of listings that have sold directly because someone saw the video. And these videos are getting thousands and thousands of views, so it creates that urgency. So if you're scrolling through Facebook and you see this video has, you know, three or 5,000 views and um, it makes that buyer, I think, even, like, want to buy the home more. And mm. awesome. Nice. And so, actually, we didn't even talk about it. You're, mm-hmm. I'd like to know more about your team. So it's not just Shannon, it's the so whole it's the I, Gillette group. Yeah, so my numbers are all homes that I've sold and closed. I know a lot of teams, they'll say they've sold, you know, that agent sold, you know, a billion dollars, but they have like 10 agents selling homes under their name. My numbers are just the homes that I've sold and closed, but of course I can't do When will you home. abandon that? You mean... When will you develop the Gillette team? I she know. Has the so Gillette group. I have an assistant. I have a videographer. I have a transaction coordinator that helped me on the back end of things because I can't do it all myself. So if you had somebody that showed homes for you, would that still count as your sale? I rarely have help in that area. If I'm out of town or something, my assistant might help with showings or, or an open house or something like yeah. that. But really, I mean, it's worked out really well to where I'm able to kind of manage it all. Yeah, no, I'm super impressed. I'm just, uh, so we I think the phone rings a lot. An assistant. phone rings a lot? No, when, you, when you're a lone warrior, right, when mm-hmm. you're the main person, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing luxury listings, the phone rings a lot. Mm-hmm. Does your phone ring a lot? All day long. Yeah, okay, good deal. Yeah. Ding, more text, like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, no, I sell a decent amount of houses, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah the, all day long, yeah. 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 How many agents are on your team? So I'm the only agent. You're the only agent. Yeah, I don't okay, have any great. other agents. How many, how about, all right, so how many admin? Three. I have an assistant, transaction coordinator, videographer. Okay, so three yeah. three people. All right, good. Nice. Uh, so one person on our marketing team. I do all of my own marketing. So two people on the marketing team. Well, video <laughs> is part of marketing, is okay, it Okay, but I all mean, the ads and everything. And I know anyone I tell this to, they're like, Shannon, you're crazy. Like, you can't do this all about... It's it's on the no, horizon. No, you're just gonna like, burn out. I That's know. All right. I, know. <laughs> you, I think she can do it. You, I mean, there was Jeff uh, Grimsmacher, whatever the heck his last name. I saw him in a class, right? Like he did. He was doing eighty transactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do eighty transactions? More than that. I'd have no. to look. I'd... She does luxury oh. stuff. Oh, so right, yeah, right. but I mean, and he was he was solo at eighty mm-hmm. transactions. And when I met him, because I was doing. I was only doing at the time like 40 transactions and I had an assistant and he was like, no, I, I'm like, well, do you not have anyone to help you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uber impressed that you can do 80 transactions and not have any help. Right. So yeah. would you lean on launch for anything? Like, do they provide services? So I stay very organized. I use Trello um, for my to-do list, which I love. It's a free app yep. to just like put everything down. I get up really early. I work really hard. What's I really do... early? 
um, 4 a.m. You know, and trust me, I know. It's just my brand's really important to me, and I've only ever received a five-star review. I pride myself in my response time. Like, it's just something I need to let go of. I know definitely over the a next six to 12. A lot of OCD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. over it's the good. next six to 12 months, definitely. Um, you know, you just have to find those right agents. I know, it's a mental block I have, but... Um, I, I admire you for it. I was just wondering, I mean, it, it, maybe I that's part of, I mean, I know it is, is because... Um, you're always the strongest part of your brand, right? Mm -hmm. Like the individual agent, because the individual agent always does it better. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I always, you know, I had a hard time letting go because I know as soon mm -hmm. as I hand it off, it's never going to be the same experience, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it's just, uh, I was more of, um, are you leveraging that to win mm -hmm. at all? That I am woman, hear me roar, right? No? Mm -hmm. Do you use that? <laughs> I think that that actually has to be the best answer to any Jeff Seymour question. The look to fill of what no. is he trying to say? What it is yeah. is no, it's the okay. hustle. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. Use it to win, Jeff. I don't want you to talk for a second because I want to explain what I know you're trying to get to, and that is kudos to your single parent mother who put the work ethic in you. Absolutely, you got to get out there and you got to grind, yeah. right? Because to get up at 4 a.m. and to mm -hmm. care a lot about your brand and never get a five-star review is legit. Mm -hmm. And you know that there's a work ethic there. And does she use it to win? Absolutely. Dude, do you not think I love work ethic? I freaking <laughs> love this girl. I love her work ethic. I, 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 think you I know. A lot. Answer. I know. I, you'd like to see me have maybe like a few agents helping me. No, out. no, no. Like, I'm just talking for longevity. No. I no, want no. you to be, I think you're 100 million all day long. I think you're mm -hmm. 200 million. And I don't. I know how much the the phone can wear you out mm -hmm. year after year after year. Oh, I mean, sure. right now yeah. you're you know you're shining and you're like blaring through the desert. But it's mm -hmm. just uh, I'm proud of you. I mean, I I'm I was just no. I was thinking more of I compete a lot. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're not competing, but I know that because the seller wants to always believe that it's an individual agent that's going to do everything to service them mm -hmm. and the competition against the team often that's the best thwart in mm -hmm. a solo individual versus the team model mm -hmm. because the seller wants to believe the because the way that real estate has evolved a lot of consumers still believe that my one agent is going to sell my house mm -hmm. now you leverage technology which is the most brilliant part of what you do to do your marketing so you can you actually can achieve it where most agents are just sticking in an MLS and hoping it yeah, sells like yeah. you're actually so doing marketing so found. so most agents they'll you know this mar it's been a seller's market so they'll hire a photographer they'll put a sign in the yard and then they'll put it in an MLS and wait for the buyer to be found but the reality is a lot of buyers aren't actively online every day searching for a home or maybe you're you have a listing Hold that's a second you what? don't really believe that. That not every day a buyer is looking for a home online. You, they're looking at your Instagram. They're online looking at a home. Oh, so sometimes people take breaks from looking or maybe they got frustrated. They couldn't find what they wanted. Maybe they're busy at work or they're on a trip and they're just not actively Zillow looking. Zillow has 194 million visits a day. Somebody's yeah. online. Right. So, yes. But I actually want to hear her. Okay, I've good. Heard, 
I mean, I've personally gone through that in my own life where, like, some days my husband and I are like, let's look for homes to buy. And then my, maybe we're really into it, like, looking for a week. And then, like, eh, it's not well, a there's priority. only 6 million yeah. sold and there's 194. Lots of people go mm-hmm. in and out of so it. So another okay, thing good. with that is, like, Queen Creek, for example. A lot of people have this thing of Queen Creek's very far. So maybe their internet search and their e-alert. You and, drove here. It is reasonably far. Yeah. So, I have a listing down there. Yes. So maybe their e-alerts and Zillow and all that are Gilbert or Chandler. Maybe they're from California and they've never heard of Queen Creek. So our our marketing can get in front of other buyers. And we've taken over listings that have been sitting on the market for months with other agents and sold them with multiple offers at even a higher price then. So there's proof that video marketing works and it's reaching people like the family that was renting an apartment that wasn't actively looking for a home that came into the open house because they saw the video and then bought the home and broke their lease and there's so many stories you can't just rely everyone's going to see your listing on mls because no 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 no. that argument i'm a hundred percent and we rely on the same thing you do we're definitely not even close to as good as you are on instagram we're trying on facebook but we're internet marketers always trying to push the envelopes to get our, our stuff in front of beyond MLS because I think the we are moving away from the day of the realtor who just relies on MLS to sell their houses because they're really not doing a good enough job for their client. Yeah, so you right? can I love see, that you're busting ass to get so it out. So you can see like on MLS under the activity <clears throat> report, like we all see it that, you know, maybe 500 people viewed the listing on MLS and then on Zillow or whatever, but my videos are seen by you know, five or 10,000 people and they're selling for many times record-breaking prices, like faster than the average days on market for the neighborhood. And we're hearing the stories that the marketing really works. So, so um, you talk about the real estate business in obviously a well-educated way, right? Like the way that you're in it and you're grinding and you're hustling, where do you get your, not just Instagram inspiration, but your real estate? Like, are you a Tom, do you coach with other, with any services, with any companies? Um, so I really rely on YouTube. So if I want to learn how to get my video in front of the right buyers through targeted marketing or Google AdWords or Instagram promoted posts or anything like that, I'll really go to YouTube. And I really had to become self-taught, especially when I started the whole video thing a mm-hmm. few years ago. There weren't a lot of agents doing video the way I do it. I found one agent, um, Jessica Edwards. I don't know if you know her. Um, South Carolina she does video awesome like I just really looked at her YouTube channel and wanted to learn a lot do you have a YouTube channel yes Mm -hmm. how many videos you have out there so I do have to post all of my home of the day videos on YouTube because I do a property website for every single listing using relahq.com and you upload your video from YouTube so I have hundreds you still so you put that short video up on YouTube Mm -hmm. that's awesome good deal yeah, so... So, you, so you're <laughs> self-taught, is what I think. Yeah, yeah. so it's you really not... To, like I really feel like so many agents aren't marketing their listings the way they could be, so I just wanted to oh, learn... Oh, sister, you're spot on with that one. Yeah. They are not. They're, yes. Well, most people are... I would say, actually... How do we not love her for putting the consumer first? Yes. I mean, if we were like, 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 yes, she has come. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just have the light? Yeah, right. Like, so the whole idea of this podcast was because the industry is focused on how do I get another listing and not how, what do I do to market and sell my listings Mm -hmm. and putting the consumer first is, Mm -hmm. uh, 
being in being a realtor and doing a, the best job for your client, mm -hmm. you have to try to market houses to try and sell them. I mean, our goal is, I mean, we found the buyer for our listing 61% of the time last mm -hmm. year. So it's just, we were looking for other people and this is just, I'm off, I'm over yeah, the Yeah, so I don't yeah. wanna cut any corners. We all could get a listing as realtors that we know is gonna sell really fast, like maybe in 24 hours, but I would never cut a corner. I would never take a listing and not do a home of the day video. And I had a Mesa listing about two weeks ago that, you know, I could have just thrown it up on MLS and it probably would have gotten a full price offer and sold really fast, but we did our whole approach with the marketing and all of that. We had 45 showings in two days, multiple offers. It ended up going under contract for 16,000 over the asking price, you know, with waiving appraisal contingencies and all that because of all the multiple offers and the interest. It's ultimately like, I want to do the best for the seller and get their home sold the fastest for the yeah. most amount of money and all that. So I don't like to cut like take any so shortcuts. what are you bad at right <laughs> <laughs> obviously i'm a little bit too controlling i need to and i that's totally my goal like right now in my real estate career i want to be that point of contact i meet with a seller and i talk about the big teams that you might meet with the team leader at your dining room table and then you never see that person again and now joe who just got their license is now negotiating your contract terms at 10 o'clock at night you don't you didn't meet that person you didn't hire that person you know there's there's pros and cons it, and that's my goal, you know, in the next two years to start bringing on more agents because I totally agree. I can't work seven days a week forever. Like it's that my phone dings all day long. It's right now it's working out well for me. I stay very organized. I like to travel with my family and take breaks and I you schedule. You travel with being a solo agent? God bless you. That's I know. Awesome. Yeah. I just got back from Napa the whole weekend I was there. That was awesome. So. Nice. Yeah. No. So. I think yeah. that, um. This has been awesome. I thoroughly enjoy the conversation about, especially your social media approach, different than anybody we've had on the show before. I think the number one question that all of our listeners are asking, I don't know, did you scroll through the free? It is, what is her Instagram handle? How do we follow oh, you on so Instagram? Nice. So it's at Shannon underscore Gillette. So G-I-L-L-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. I love at Shannon underscore Gillette. Yeah. Awesome. So you were at 12,500 ish followers coming in and I'm sure that you're just going to be at 120 followers. <laughs> well, I really Brain appreciate you guys and you're well, so Wait a minute, awesome. hold on. I have one thing. Well, cuz uh, what I love about her approach is so I was listening to Have you ever listened to the Water Cooler with Chris Smith um with Curator online? No. It's a real estate show. Anyway, well, they had this guy on, and he was re relatively successful. They estimated his net worth of being worth a billion dollars. He started NetJets. And he said he thought that uh, experience was overrated because I feel that she has created her own path in her Instagram marketing, right? Like, because it feels very self-contrived. And congratulations to you for just going after it, right? Because I think that a lot of people are looking for, I mean, it's just a learn, learn as you go, but obviously she's kicking ass with it, right? Like she's doubling her sales. So great job, dude. Thanks. Yes. I think ultimately you just really need to be authentic. I don't schedule any posts. Like it takes some time. And if, if as an agent, that's what you want to do and grow your business through social media, you have to be investing that time. You have to be wishing people happy birthday <clears throat> on Facebook and commenting on their posts and liking their posts. Because if, if you just just are like you post and then you just run away and you never engage in anything like nobody wants well the industry sells agents on to uh 
auto post, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everything's about another service or give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen in social media marketing is that is just paying somebody else that's not gonna, there's no chance of working that the most successful um, agents in social media are people like yourself that are it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. I'm in it and I'm priding myself on developing my own you know my own way you so. have to be authentic would you want to follow that like a picture of a pretty kitchen and a living room and a house like you we have so many people we follow we have only a little bit of time each day Ask yourself before you post something, would you want to see that? Would you like I can tell by how many comments they hate my shit. (laughs) (laughs) But again, we all have our own path we're going down. You sell a lot of homes. You know, like people want to know you. Like I would want to know what kind of animals you have. Like your kids. What are they doing? Like your dog. Did they Mm. just do something cute? Or are you looking at a house with crazy kitchen cabinets or I was showing a home that had that we were on the balcony of the second floor it was like my most commented ever like story and we looked out the balcony and the backyard neighbor had thousands of bikes and like trash everywhere and I posted a video of it and um everyone was dming me and commenting and you want to post things that people comment on and like especially Uh in your stories because then they'll see your feed if you're posting things that nobody's engaging in they're never going to see your stuff so i want to know more about you like as a person so if i follow you on instagram you might already do this i don't know no i don't we're trying with facebook because we tried to do a thing on friday afternoons we did a video and now we're getting 60 70 comments i'm like Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, I got some. Wow, you bring your wife in the video and now everybody wants to watch. Yeah, Yeah. like people just, they want to know you as a person first. And that's why all of my videos, I'm on my video in the beginning, welcoming them to the home of the day because the consumer will gain trust and trust you more by seeing your face. So if you're just doing a home video and you're nowhere to be found, and if I look at your Instagram feed and I don't even know what you look like, like... That's a mistake. Yeah. You know, Clearly. that's how you gain trust in this day of social media, like taking over our lives. I love it. I got a couple of rapid question, uh, rapid fire questions as we wrap up. Okay. Some from the audience, right? Oh. So Mike asks, um, actually, before I get to the audience questions, you said about two hours a day on Instagram. Just, yeah, I mean, Ish, but most roughly, right? people that aren't even in real estate are spending that much time too. Yeah, no uh, doubt. And but yeah, just have looking. You met, hold on, I didn't get to the question. Can I get to the question? So the question is, how much of that is researching how to get better different ideas versus working Instagram? Yeah, so I consider just like being on Instagram, scrolling through the feed, liking people's posts, engaging, like, oh, that's a cute dog, commenting on their stories, seeing their stories, because everyone looks to see who's watching your stories and just going through. And sometimes you could be getting ready in the morning and just you can just have your stories just run. You can prop your phone up and just see everyone's stories, you know, while you're Almost doing like something. A newscast. Like multitasking and all of that. And I enjoy it though. I'm not doing it just for business. I truly like enjoy following these people and learning more about their lives like you know if you go to dinner tonight and you post a picture of your meal or that you're at the restaurant i know it seems weird like why would anyone care but people care like they like to see that stuff oh my daughter how much long text versus short text when it comes to the descriptions on the feed no on your bit on your yes on the feed right like if you post like a picture. Yeah, you post a picture yeah. and you write a description. Are you like paragraphs or no, are you? No, I mean it really depends. Like, okay. again, nobody really wants to read a lot, and the hashtags. <laughs> finish, so. Yeah, but it has to be interesting. So yesterday, my grandma's in town from Wisconsin. She like has no filter, says whatever's on her mind. Yesterday, Is that I took her. No filter. 
I did do that. So yesterday I took her to lunch and my grandma, like, she goes, I don't like your new hair color. And so I had a picture of me and my grandma and I, I posted on my feed. I go, I took my grandma to lunch. She told me she hates my hair color. Grandma's cracked me up. And then even in my story, like, so many people responded in DM. They're like, my grandma said that too. Grandma, my grandma said this. Like, and it just, people yeah, like to hopefully engage. you got the love. Like, your hair color looks good. Don't <laughs> listen to grandma. Yeah, so it creates that conversation. And people, you're building these relationships with people you may never have met. But they feel like you're friends through social media. And then, ultimately, when they are looking to buy or sell a home, they remember that 80-20 rule. Shannon's not all in in your face real estate. I know Shannon. I know her dog. I know her kids. She sells real estate. She does market homes. I'm going to call her. People call me and they're like, do you, are you taking on new listings right now? Like we want to sell our home. Like can, I don't even really have to do much of a listing presentation because they already know everything from social media yeah. and that's the goal. Or if they Sophia run creates, into the, yeah. but you have to be creates. on the video. Like, yes. are you well, on no, it? No, no, he's coming because we do a lot of videos. Just are because you when on, he like, oh, I'm in a lot of videos. How long website? are the videos? They oh, vary in like yeah, longer no, than no, no, not uh, the, the the videos we did are some are mostly designed for YouTube, not oh, for they're not the, like listings. They're, well, no, no, uh, we do different. I do, I have a pen. I have a, a video strategy. It's called pens. Oh, good. I'll yeah. have to check it out. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So the other question is, of the two hours on Instagram, how much of that is Facebook if, or is that a separate yeah, two hours? Yeah, so I do love Facebook too. My fa I do have a Facebook business page. Now, that's where I'll post my videos to promote out there. So I don't have as much personal on my Facebook business. But also my Facebook personal page, which is private, I'm still doing that 80-20 rule to all the people that I follow from high school or from church or from mm -hmm. my mom's group. or They know I'm a realtor. I'm not like a secret realtor, but I'm not in your face real estate all day long it's 80% personal 20% real estate so you actually tipped on something that Mike is asking because you said you post them on your Facebook business page to promote mm -hmm. right and so do you, you I mean is that where you run ads just to get yeah so every listing the, that video will be on my Facebook business page that video will have anywhere from three to 40,000 views like because that's yeah. where all and I and I don't want to get into too many trade secrets but yeah. like budget wise how much mm -hmm. does do you uh, do you have a cost per view yeah, or, so I minimum a thousand dollars a month in my Facebook ads. Yeah, nice. is that mostly on Instagram or is that on Facebook? So it's a mix. I use Facebook Ads Manager. I love the app because if you're using you, I know we were talking about it a little bit before we went on, but you have to if you're going to implement video, you have to have somewhere for someone to click. You can't just be like, "Here's my new listing." Okay, well, what's the address? How much is it? Like, you want them to click. So I love RelayHQ where you can build a beautiful property website with a domain name. I also tell sellers that if someone's promoting your home and they're making people register to get more information, that agent's doing you a disservice. They're trying to get buyer leads versus getting your home sold because 99% of people are going to click off if they're if you're requesting their information. Um, the consumers like will just be turned off by that, or maybe they'll copy the address and go to Zillow and look it up. They don't want to really, you know, give information. So Daniel Vasquez says. Haha, <laughs> I remember that yard with the bikes that she posted. Yeah, so got some see? fans out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, anything else for her, Jeff, as we wrap up? I mean, I have lots, but it's, we can't take any more of her time. So, yeah. yeah, thank, thank you. you. Wow, yeah. well, we'll just call this round one then. Maybe round two will be uh, as you start to build the team or as you start to release some of that control. So thank you very much, Shannon, for coming thank down. You. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on the next. We'll see you on episode 107. Yeah, right. thank you. Take you it out, awesome. Yeah.
Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, show us some love by sharing with your friends or clicking the five-star like button. To view all of our content, visit www.agenttruth.com.